This is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. At this point, we know we are getting Week 18 football. And that means a million questions about who could be in the playoffs, who's going to play their way out of the playoffs, and who needs to get on the field just to knock off the rust. And one of those questions is absolutely driving me crazy. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Obviously, been breaking it down all morning. We want to make sure quickly that you know the big news of the day. The NFL has approved their proposal. One dissenting vote, Cincinnati Bengals. I promised everybody before we went to break that I would ask Field Yates. Field, because he is just one of the best dudes in the entire world, text me back immediately to answer Harry Douglas's question. I did not know the answer to it. Are all of these types of votes publicized by the league on who voted how? I got a one-word answer from Field. Nope. So, Harry, you are a thousand percent right. This sets precedent now. We are going to ask those tough questions constantly of why, you know, there, there's uh, why, why we don't get this uh, level of transparency. Before we get to the playoffs i just wanted to admit you my friend were right you know what what what, what you supposed to call me though no uh, uh, coach coach co- hey just, coach is not gonna lead you astray you know what i mean when coach tell you something listen to coach baby you my boy blue yeah. you're my boy i mean that you, you're right i should have listened to coach now i need to listen to coach when it comes <laughs> to the eagles okay <laughs> hear me out hey H, like Uh-oh. Aaron Douglas is gonna be my voice of reason all right because i gotta i gotta be honest I just think a bunch of us at ESPN have lost our damn minds when it comes to the Jalen Hurts conversation, right? Like, because I keep watching. Every time I turn on a different show, I get the same, well, does he need to play? How is it going to handle being off for 34 days before he gets any action if the Eagles get a bye? He needs to get on the field to knock off the rust. How important is it that Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts plays? My problem with this whole thing, AC, is that it presumes that Jalen Hurts is sitting over get capable of playing and just not stepping on the field. Like, if Jalen Hurts can play, he will play. If Jalen Hurts can't play, he won't play. I don't think this is some wild conspiracy theory of, oh, they're saving Jalen Hurts so that he avoids injury. Like, if my guy can get on the field, he's going to get on the field. If he can't, he can't. We're making something big out of nothing. Yeah, Fitz, I think that's one of the things that makes me cringe when it comes to, you know, football players. And or any athlete, period, when a doctor may say, hey, he's going to be ready to go in three weeks. How's a doctor going to tell me that I'm going to be ready in three weeks? What if I'm not feeling right in three weeks? What if it's going to take, you know, five or six weeks? Now, you may say, and, and that's why I think you see coaches nowadays, they don't like to put time frames on things because it's all about how the athlete's feeling. If he's not feeling up to par, if he's reached that time frame in which, you know, someone may have went out and said to the national media, now the national media has more, I say, I say more ammunition to keep harping on the situation. Why isn't he out there? Why isn't he doing this? A, B, C, or D, right? But when you have a coach that may say, we're going to take it week by week. We're going to take it day by day. We don't know yet. It's all about how he feels. And when I look at Jalen Hurts, I don't think we're having a conversation about, well, maybe he's just not right yet. And maybe it may take some more time. It's just as simple as that because I remember I had a Liz Frank injury in my foot, and thank thank God I didn't have to have surgery on it. But the doctors told me that I was supposed to come back at a certain time. I messed around and listened and Mm. went out there and hurt myself furthermore, in which it allowed me to miss three games versus just, you know, one and a half or two. And then my first game back is when we were all the way overseas in London playing, and I had to play with some special orthotics in my shoes for the next three or four years. 
and deal with the foot injury that I'm still dealing with right now, where most of it could probably probably could have been eliminated if I just would have listened to my body. I, I knew going out there at the time that I wasn't 100% healthy, but the fact that they put a time frame on it had me out there. So for Jalen Hurts, and you look at a guy who's playing the quarterback position in his right shoulder, he throws with his right arm, right? He's involved in the quarterback run. I'm not rushing him back out there. If you can't beat the New York Football Giants without their starters in there with Gardner Minshew, you don't deserve a one seed. No, that is also a good. Like, there's this part. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. When I listen to you talk about it, I keep thinking of Stefania Bell, our injury expert. I was hanging out with her on campus one day, and I was talking to her about injuries. And she mentioned in that moment, like, think about anybody in life that's ever had to go to a, like, you hurt your back. You walk in. Sure, they might be able to look at you and say, well, it's going to be a process. But how often can they actually look at you and say, well, you'll be better in 10 to 14 days? Like, it just is so rare. And that's why doctors around teams have stopped putting some of those uh, specifics around because it can be so difficult. Now, Hertz has been practicing. Jalen Hertz has been getting it done for the Eagles all season, getting it done. Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I'll learn how to say clickgranger.com. That was tougher than I expected. Nick Sirianni was at his press conference. He was asked when Jalen Hurts will be on the field. This is what the Eagles head coach said. If he's ready to play, we'll, we'll play him. You know, and then so it's really it's really as simple as that. Like if if we feel like after today's pro, feel like he's trending in the right direction, and if we feel like after today's practice and and after he goes through his rehab today and all those different things that that he's ready to go. Um, all those like the contact, the hits, the the throwing, everything is obviously taken into account. We don't kind of segment you know that's what i'm kind of trying to clarify we don't segment anything it's just like is ready players not ready to play there's this moment harry where i just like a coach is going to ask the team doctors and the players how you feel the player's going to tell him how he feels the doctor is going to say he's at risk to to further the injury or not further the injury and then the team's going to say play him or don't play him like this is such a simple process for somebody like Jalen. this is so different than lamar jackson sitting on a knee injury knowing that they've decided not to pay him there are different complexities to every situation Jalen hurts is in a wildly different situation than lamar. when you look at a guy like Jalen hurts you got to remember he's their leader he's their orchestrator he's their tone setter He's also their calm when things don't go right. You know, Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen, the, the offensive coordinator, they lean on Jalen Hurts. I've seen it with my own eyes. I had an opportunity to call, you know, as a color analyst with Steve Levy and Dan Graziano doing the sidelines, the Indianapolis Colts game versus, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I've seen how the offense struggled. But I've also seen their offensive coordinator say, you know what? We have the best player in the National Football League because he that's what he was at the time because he was the leading um, MVP candidate. And i seen Jalen Hurts put that team on his back. He's involved in not just the pass game but the run game as well. We've seen how that run game has suffered the last two games when he hasn't been in there and, and how it's – you know, hasn't showed up because Gardner Minshew can't do a lot of the things or most of the things that Jalen Hurts can do using his legs, nor is he the passer that Jalen Hurts has become and in, in grown into this year as well. Uh, so this makes me think, he's Harry Douglas, I'm Jason Fitz, I'm Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, of something you mentioned earlier when we were previewing the Giants game. You blew my mind. Harry Douglas came out and like he took me straight to church. There was like a whole gospel choir singing Hallelujah behind it. Like it was a whole thing, right? <laughs> and it was all because you mentioned that the Giants uh, made 
may not want to play their starters because you don't want your starters to go out there and just absolutely get destroyed by Philly. Like, how's it going to make the the team in general feel if your backups get beat by their backups? Is there any mental effect in that in your mind? No. Okay. And, and the reason why I, I think Brian Dable is doing this is simple fact. When you look at that last matchup, they got they got their asses beat, Fitz. 48 to 22. It was a it was a no contest from start to finish. And I will I will echo this again. The Philadelphia Eagles ran the football football for 253 yards and four touchdowns in the first matchup. The Eagles defense had seven sacks in that matchup. Mm. You go and play mm. your starters in this game against uh, versus the Eagles um uh players and the same situation happens without Jalen Hurts. What do you think that does to the psyche of the New York Football Giants players? going into the playoffs. And it's interesting because the one thing, you, you know, you, you know me long enough to, to know I overuse a phrase, benefit of the doubt. Like, I, it's hard for me to give benefit of the doubt to coaches, and once they have it, they get it, right, until they lose it. So I give benefit of the doubt to Brian Dable because, frankly, he's known every right thing to do for the Giants at every possible turn. And when we spent earlier this week, we spent time talking about teams that collapsed and weren't able to keep that positive mojo, right? Like, Dable's been able to keep the Giants on this track, get them into the playoffs. If he thinks resting everybody against the Eagles is the right spot, no matter what the reasoning for it is, like, if he thinks that's the right thing to do, I'm not going to question it, right? Like, to me, there's just a benefit of the doubt that's been earned based on the way he's had the right pulse of the team this year. And then you look at their one of their leaders in Saquon Barkley. He's been everything for this football team in 2022. You want to know how many yards he had against the Philadelphia Eagles mm, the other day? Tell me, tell me, Last tell me. how many played? How many? How many? Under 30. Whew. Whew. Under 30. Mm. You think they want that taste in their mouth going into the playoffs? Brian Dable know, know what he's doing. That's why he's the head man. That's why they go into the playoffs. That's why I believe he's going to be coach of the year, because he knows what he's doing. You know what everybody in that locker room knows? Got to listen to coach. Got to listen to coach. That's what I got to learn on this show. Got to listen to coach. Like that, there's just a, there's no doubt <laughs> that I got to learn to listen to coach because I'm telling you, so far the first time I'm right in coach, as in Harry Douglas is wrong, my, the next time might be the first time because every time every time he just turns around and preaches it to me, that why do you think I'm going to drag him to a sports bar in L.A. on Saturday? Because I need Harry Douglas to watch the Raiders game to tell me how I should feel about Jared Sidham afterwards because coach ain't never wrong. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of the Raiders and all of this Week 18 fun, there is a massive slate of Week 18 NFL games, including one game that's the only win and in guarantee for both teams. We haven't even gotten to it yet. We will ride through the slate of chaos next on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. There's just something about this music. Makes me feel good. Something about Harry Douglas dancing also makes me feel good. Makes my no-no place to say yes, yes. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Harry Douglas. I'm I'm Jason Fitz. Oh, God. That music can mean only one thing. Mm -hmm. We have NFL games to break down. The slate of chaos is here. We've gone through a bunch of them, but we're going to continue to go through a bunch more as we've got a massive load of games coming this weekend, not the least of which is this one, which first I'll play you this. Titans at Jaguars. Which happens to be part of... It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of us. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. 
That's right. You know the drill. Three games every week. This is one of them. Titans at Jags. Jags favored by six points. Harry, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you wanted to catch a flight, you could start a quarterback tomorrow night for the Titans. Like, Josh Dobbs coming in, playing for Malik Willis. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm I'm speaking to your athleticism. Like, I mean, how how far can you throw a ball? Well, I will say this. I was the third string slash emergency quarterback when I was with the Falcons and the Titans. Oh, oh, look at that. We used to practice it Saturday mornings in our walkthroughs and stuff, and I had a, a little package, you know, a little wristband, but... You had a little, little package? Did, little did they know. Harry no, Douglas got a little oh, package? No, the package is not little. A little package? <laughs> At that time, I had a little package. <laughs> <laughs> At that time, I'm all grown up now, baby. I'm all grown up now. <laughs> I think Evan Producer has now quit the show. <laughs> it's officially walked out. <laughs> oh, tell me what to expect. <laughs> no, but... For this game, though, simply, I think for the Tennessee Titans, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be about the physicality, right? Can Derrick Henry get that uh, run game going, getting downhill? Can Joshua Dobbs make the little splash plays that he can make? Not going to put too much on his shoulders because he didn't start the year with the Tennessee Titans, and I think the lack of productivity from the wide receiver position. When you look at the Titans defensively, those guys are going to have to be dominant because Trevor Lawrence and those guys, I think they're going to result to the pass game what they did in the first matchup and not try to rush the football down the Tennessee Titans defense throat because they know they cannot do such. Yeah, and, and look, the Jags have gotten a rhythm throwing the football, and you're right. I think it exploits a weakness for the Titans. I like the Jags. The Jags minus six. I'm all good with that. The Jags winning a blowout in my mind. And uh, we're going to have a lot of questions about that Tennessee roster, which needs to be uh, which needs to be rebuilt from the from hey, the Fitz, t- yes. I'm all grown up now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Just uh, just so you know, they had a little package for uh, Harry Douglas. All right, uh, let's continue breaking down the games. With uh, this one, does have some playoff implications? Jets at Dolphins. Yeah, you can raise your hand if you uh, anticipated a Jets-Dolphins matchup that was going to give us Skylar Thompson versus Joe Flacco in Week 18. What are we doing? Like, this is worst-case scenario for the league, but Miami still has a shot at the playoffs? You have Joe Flacco, who's a statue and cannot escape pressure, um, in which the Miami Dolphins defensively, they love to bring pressure. And then you have Skylar Thompson, who I watched a lot of a lot of the times at uh, Kansas State when he was there in college. But I just don't think he's going to be the guy to get the Dolphins over the hump. I look at this Jets defense. I think they're going to take over. But then also I think the Miami Dolphins, man, they put their defensive guys in situations that I think they should not be in all the time because they blitz entirely too much, Fitz. Yeah, the question here for the Dolphins is how do you salvage a season you had all the good feels on? And the hardest part about that is it's the type of injury we've seen for Tua, right? So it's not just the injuries for Tua. It's the type of injuries that's going to have everybody – in their feels a little bit with this. Uh, Harry, you, you, I know you're about to laugh. What's up? <laughs> no, I wish we had the clip of Mike McDaniel's, uh, Mike McDaniel in his press conference yesterday when they're asking him about the quarterback position and bringing in Mike Glennon because I was on the airplane. Remember I texted all to y'all last night while I was on the airplane and the people beside me on the airplane was looking at me like, what is this guy, like what is his problem? I laughed for 15 minutes straight and I was crying laughing, Fitz. Oh, that's how I feel today at this point uh, where Harry Douglas is taking us. By the way, Evan, producer extraordinaire at this point, is officially resigned. He's out. He's gone. He's walked out. <laughs> said he can't handle these children anymore. I'm all grown up now, baby. Yeah. It, uh, wow. Uh, let's continue getting you caught up on some of the games from this weekend with... Rams at Seahawks. Again, 
It's a it's a season of an epic fail for the Rams. Like I don't remember the last time a defending Super Bowl champion has sucked this much and not been yelled at about it. Like that that's the wild part to me. Like I understand there's reasons and I understand that, but like we are not usually this forgiving when it when the wheels fall off of a defending champ. I know why though. I know why because when you look at the Los Angeles Rams and how they did things, they were banking on winning the Super Bowl last year. And that's what they did via trades and bringing guys on their team and uh, uh, the whole debacle. And they got their Super Bowl. Normally, you know, owners of whatever team, once they get their their, their championship, you know, things may go haywire. And they're okay with that. They're okay with rebuilding. But when you look at the Los Angeles Rams coming into this season, the offensive line was one of the dark clouds, and it was horrible. It was terrible. And then you, you had Matthew Stafford get hurt. You had Cooper Cup get hurt. You know, that team just didn't play the same way that they played last year. So uh, I don't think their ownership is looking at it like, you know, my gosh, we had a bad year. Uh, they just won a Super Bowl last year. Mm, yeah, you're a thousand percent right. It's amazing the grace that a Super Bowl win can get you in some of that. It's just usually we're hard when it falls apart. Uh, it is not falling apart for either of these teams. It all comes down to Sunday night. Lions at Packers. And this game is also part of. It's a team, man. It's a team. One guy can't do it. It takes all of them. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Detroit in Green Bay. Green Bay favored by four and a half. Man, forget that. You know who I'm going with, Fitz? Oh, I'm oh. sorry to cut you off, but I'm feeling it right now. Bring I'm it, feeling it. it. Bring I'm going heat. with the Detroit Lions. I think that offensive line is going to be physical, 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 physical. Normally it's spelled with a P, but today I'm going to spell it with an F. <laughs> the great thing is that you went spell it with an F, which is cool. And all I could think of was me and a leotard going, let's get physical, physical. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, and a little Olivia Newton. All right, so fine. Uh, uh, look. Hold here. on, is that is that the thing that's similar to a onesie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm wearing oh, like okay, the onesie so, and I'm like the, the workout, like 80s workout video with like the high workout, like fluffy sock things. So no lie. My wife told me the other day, uh, probably not the other day, but like two months ago, that I, I need to stop calling it like a onesie when it comes to like grownups. Oh. I was like, oh, honey, you having a onesie? She was like, I'm a grown-up. It's not a onesie. It's a leotard. I, I kind of famously went to a Kevin DeGandhi Christmas party in a Christmas onesie, and I kind of liked that they called it a onesie. So, you know, maybe that might speak to the fact that I'm a child. Um, <laughs> Lions at Packers, it's going to be 30 degrees at kickoff. It's going to be in the teens by the second half. Man, that scares Ooh. me. But the Lions offense is not good. The Lions offense is great. And I know, yes. I know it's on the road. Yes. But man, it just, it feels like, God, do I want to take the Lions because I just want the Lions? I feel like I'm too, I am too biased at this point. I am too biased to pick against the Lions. I'm going with the Lions because Coach said to. Also, four and a half points feels like a big one. This feels like you're going to get the absolute best of the Lions in every possible. Not that you don't always, I get that, but like, if you're Dan Campbell and you're that that sort of like that football guy, Dan Campbell, man, if you can't have him up for this, I don't know what you can have him up well, for. And I'll say this. Now, if the Lions do win this football game, they still need the Seattle Seahawks to win if the Green Bay Packers win this game. Oh, that's a good point. They're into the playoffs, oh, no, so they still need help. Yeah. The Lions still need help. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this. So they need to do more than bite kneecaps. Are yeah, you they need to, going they need to, to bite be, arms too? Would you, if you were playing, because are you gonna? They're gonna have the game on in the locker room. Like they're gonna know how that game goes, right? Yep. So, uh, would would the simple opportunity to keep the Packers out of the playoffs still motivate you if you were a Lions fan? One hundred percent. You find out because I heard Keyshawn this morning saying nobody cares. They're gonna be on their vacation. No, mindset. if I'm a Lions fan, I want a disgruntled Aaron Rodgers 
the entire offseason. That's okay. what I want. Look at that. So so if you play for the Lions, you'd still find that juice. All right, we, we're trying to get you caught up on all the action, obviously. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's how you guys chime in with the one game you're most excited for all week. We, you can only watch one. Not going to let you watch more than one thing. What's the one game you will flock to and you absolutely have to watch? Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll take some of your calls. Plus, we'll give you the latest from the league on what the playoff situation now looks like that's coming up Fitz and Harry the podcast the developments continue to break in the NFL's decision regarding what to do with the playoffs after the cancellation of Bills Bengals. It creates a situation we've never seen before. Ben Baby, ESPN reporter covering the Bengals, has a series of tweets. I want to walk you through a couple of them here. He said, Rich McKay said there's, quote, no perfect equity in the coin flip scenario. Essentially said it's compromised since Baltimore can't have a shot at the three seed because of the imbalance in game numbers. McKay said there wasn't enough time to have a potential neutral site game for Bengals Ravens given all the considerations needed to host a game. Said it was discussed by some teams. They point out that there was no coin flip scenario for Buffalo and Cincinnati so both teams have played the same number of games. And importantly, McKay said people weren't logistically comfortable with having a potential Bills-Bengals divisional game at a neutral site. Said it was discussed at length. That's the one that shocks me, Harry. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, Fitz and Harry. Because for all of the conversations about possible neutral games in the AFC Championship game, if you've missed it, if the Chiefs were to play either the Bengals or the Bills in the AFC Championship game, that would be at a neutral site because they've played different numbers of games. So for all of these considerations, Harry, it sounds like they just didn't get comfortable, and there is still a playoff scenario where the second round of the playoffs can involve the Bills at the Bengals, and that would not be a neutral site game. Yeah, I didn't think it would be great for the players to be able to do that, but I will say this and reiterate that Coach Herm Edwards came on and said that, you know, when you get to a certain situation, man, and it's playoff time, and this is what you work your entire offseason for to host up that Lombardi trophy and have potentially have opportunity to win a Super Bowl, it's time to go play. That's that's basically what he said, you know what I mean? And I, I can understand where he's, where he's coming from um, in, the, in those regards, but I also can understand, you know, if – people aren't comfortable playing that game in Cincinnati. So I understand both sides of it. Yeah, I I think this is just the wild reminder that nothing's going to make everybody happy. And I keep saying repeatedly that at some point we just have to remember that there's there's just... Shocking. Nothing's going to make a lot of people happy. (laughs) Shocking. Yeah, the world we live in today, uh, obviously, uh, we'll continue to break it down. One thing we've been asking everybody, well, actually, we'll take this call. Ben in Cincinnati wants to chime in on all this. Ben, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Ben, what you got, man? Uh, Well, first of all, it's not Ben from Cincinnati. It's Ben from Northern Ohio and a proud Browns fan, and I know that's hard for you to take uh, because there's very few of us out there, but... I want to say I love the show, Fitz and Harry. Uh, and Harry, I'll tell you, your name would have been first on it if it wouldn't have been for Sarah Spain to uh, lift Fitz up and, um, you know, get him in the position he is. But you guys uh, <laughs> love the show. I just wanted to say that, you know. <laughs> you, do you realize you just fed the monster of the ego known as Harry Douglas? Like, Harry Douglas, like, I'm going to spend all week 
weekend hearing about this band. Like, look what you just said to me. I mean, I'll be sitting like I'm. Catch, I'm just sitting here hosting the show, catching strays. You know what? Uh, we all know my name's first because I'm the real star around here. Oh, right, right. Yeah, let's just the keep telling myself athlete that. Athlete of Harry Douglas and Fitz. Anyway, so they were originally going to call the show Harry and some guy, but I fought hard. So there we go. Okay, that, 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 all right. What we got, man? What Good we got? <laughs> So I just wanted to say that, you know, uh, you, we talked earlier, or we didn't, you guys talked earlier about the um, Buffalo-Cincinnati game that could happen again in down in Cincinnati. And, I, you know, I was a firefighter. Um, I'm a retired now. I'm an old man. But, you know, those medics and everybody did a great job. And um, they saved this young man's life. And, you know, the reality is they would – both teams would be proud to walk back into that stadium. The fans would be proud that they're there. And my dream would be that uh, Mr. Hamlet could walk in there and, you know, uh, you know, be part of that whole uh, thing. That would be a, that would be a triumph. This is a story of triumph and, you know, uh, we should celebrate it. We should celebrate all those guys. I watched it when it happened. It was very, um, you know, I, I've seen it before not on the football field, but, you know, in, in real life. Uh, well, I mean, it's all real life, but, yeah, I've seen it before. And, anyway, I don't think it would be a problem at all to play that game. I think everybody would be proud, and I think it would make America proud. Yeah, and thanks for the perspective on that. I appreciate the call. AC, I think he makes a good point. And, and look, we've been talking a lot about how heavy it would be. The better the news gets for Damar Hamlin – the more it becomes inspirational if they're back on that field, right? Like, the more it becomes – I'm trying to respect the mentals of all the guys involved, most important. Yeah, I'll tell you, a part of it that I didn't touch on yet, though, um, is the outlook from it for, for the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of things in, in life, right? But you come to a point to where you might have to face your fears to overcome something as well. And I didn't look at it from that perspective until right now, until we got that call from Ben. Uh, was it Ben? From Ben. From Ben, yeah. From Ben, until we got oh, that see, call Oh, see, I remember ben. Ben's name, even though he tried to get my name taken off this entire show. What are we doing here? Hey, don't argue with Ben, okay? I'll He's never guy that I really ben. adore. Uh, ben, I adore you, my yeah, man. Well, that's great. That's you great. Know, uh, ben is a very intelligent man. Can I move on now? Are we going to keep praising <laughs> no, Ben? No, no, I'm just saying, like, it's it's a perspective that, that I haven't touched yeah. on yet. Like, you know, sometimes you have to... You know, face your fears, and some of these guys might be fearful of going to Cincinnati and playing again. But from that aspect of it, when you look at it from the lens, or you hear what Ben just mentioned, it comes to times where they might have to, you know, face those fears. Uh, well, especially because if the two teams play, they're going to be playing in Cincinnati. There's a there's an opportunity for them to be playing in Cincinnati. Yeah, and if Demar Hamlin continues to recover the way he has and can be on the field, just standing there around that, it becomes such. A wildly emotional day. Let's get one in here quick. Greg and Cincy wants to chime in on this. Greg, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got? Uh, yeah, that's the problem with a 17-week season. You know, they could have canceled all this week's games, and the Bengals' bills could have remade this up, say, in Detroit or something Monday night, and it would have all played out evenly. And that's where the NFL makes all their money. I mean, but to that point, Greg, like they can't. I mean, if you're the NFL, you want to you want to cancel a full weekend of action like that. That, that would well, be. Well, I don't think the owners would have went for that because we, we do have to understand there, there's a business side of it too, and I don't think every owner, I mean, is going to you know vote for for that to happen. Yeah, I, I mean that's don't. the that's the the 
of the whole thing of this that becomes uh, interesting, you know, because you start you start looking at, at the amount of money that is made per home game. And when you start thinking about the amount of money that is made per home game for these teams, the thought of them just giving one up across the league, I don't think that's going to happen. You guys are, are fired up about this. I don't want to cut anybody off. We're going to let you continue to chime in on the, the league's uh, – now it's not even a proposal. The league's decision on how they will be handling the playoffs. We'll let you chime in. We'll let you take over. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas. It's Fitz and you, Harry ben. on ESPN Radio. I love you, Ben. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. This is Fitz and Harry. What's the name of the show again? Fitz and Harry. Fitz and some guy. On ESPN Radio. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> Fitz and Douglas? Nope, that's not it either. Uh, uh, I think Harry and Fitz? No, no, no. Uh, Fitz, uh, Fitz and Rogers? Uh, no. Uh, All right. Can you put some respect on Jason Tatum's name, though? Not respect with an E-C-T, okay. but with an E-K, respect. Evan is our producer. Evan and Devin work behind the scenes. They do great work, Harry. When you call in, you're calling Evan. Be nice. Like if you're if you're mad at one of us, be nice to Evan. The easiest way to get on the air is to always be nice to the guy that's answering the phone. Bird, we got Swagoo coming on uh, in the next hour. Swagoo, like, yep. is he a big bird or is he a snuffleupagus? Like, what what what, <laughs> what are we doing with Swagoo? <laughs> Wag body, you know it. He ain't gonna hide it. Oh, Swagoo Whack Body, and he know it. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Marcus Spears, just out there Friday saying, like, what was that? Like, what just happened? I don't know. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Fitz and Harry is presented by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Those were some of the best moments from the week of Fitz and Harry. Uh, Before we get to your calls in just a second, I do want to say, how thankful we both are. This is the end of the first week of our show coming at you every single day, Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern. I am so thankful I get to work with one of my closest friends every day on radio. And while this has obviously been an incredibly tough, emotional week for every single person that loves, watches, plays, consumes sports, man, I can't think of anybody in the world I'd rather spend that time with. So we appreciate the fact that you've been willing to hang out with us through all of it. It means the world. We're just getting started. Uh, and uh, But no- hold on, Fitz, for a second. Um, also, we love working with Evan, Devin, Never Devante. heard of him. Never heard of him. Evan, Liam, I've never heard of him. Justin, Amanda, thank you all. No. Uh, no. Because it's... We're doing a radio show, but it's like, man, we're sitting in the living room talking to one another because we have so much fun and we have respect for one another, and we we know we're gonna put that grind in. But at the at the end of the day, you gotta have fun while while you're working. Yeah, yeah. Harry, what's that on your nose? I mean, uh, probably a booger, Evan. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> uh, look, just remember one thing, uh, Harry would you, Douglas. Would you like it, Evan? <laughs> Harry Douglas and I are always gonna be super humbled and appreciative. And number two, the second thing to remember is that my name is first on the show. Okay, we've been asking you all day, 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776 to chime in on the one thing you got to watch. I hit the button. Nothing's playing. Evan, I hit the button. I hit the fancy button that says you should got my, one. Should my name be on the show you know, first? You, know, you don't know how to hit the wait, button? Wait, wait, wait. For the record, I was told to hit a button. <laughs> I hit a button. Nothing plays. This is where the voice of God was supposed to be like, you got one. Harry, can you say you got one in like the most like... 
Go ahead. You got one. Okay, Triple H, say ESPN 888-72. It's another busy weekend in sports. Look at that! Games. There's games. You like games? I like games. But you can only pick one game to watch. What is it and why? Game time! Game! This is Got One Friday. All right, Joel in Massachusetts hanging out with us. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You got one. What are you watching? Real quick, I want to give you some flowers because I know I know Ben talking about Douglas, and he's great, but I love that intro song. Fantastic work. Let's and the one go. thing that I'm watching, the one thing that I'm watching is hopefully to see my Eagles get the number one seed in the, in the NFC. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Really I, quick, really quick. Can we hear the intro again? Oh, Just a they're, little, they're little snippet of it. Okay, Harry's, I don't care. Harry's, Harry's, I don't okay, care. Harry. The show says Fitz and Harry. This is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Boom. Oh, uh, always gives me all the feels. Thanks for, for commenting on it, by the way. For anyone that doesn't know, yes, I wrote and played all the instruments on that. That's my track. And uh, thanks to my co-host for letting me do that. We're doing a little bit of You Got One. What's the one game you've got to watch? Steve in D.C. Steve, what you got, man? What's the one you got to watch? Hey, I would say Tennessee against Jacksonville Saturday night. I got Tennessee beating them. You got ten- Whoa, you got Tennessee so beating the Jags. Yeah, I got Tennessee's, and I'm a Cowboys diehard fan. So okay. for the last caller, cry Eagles, cry. <laughs> but I, I was going to say, wow. Fitz, if you change your name to Pitts, you guys could be Harry Pitts. Oh, man. <laughs> that, see, now we're changing the name of the show in a way I appreciate. But, bro, check this out, though. We actually do need the Tennessee Titans to win because you know what that means? What? We get to go to the game together, the playoff game that they're going to be able to host. Oh, so. wait, 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 wait. Now, now you're bringing this in. Like, you didn't tell me there were free, but wait. I'm going for free. I'm your plus one. Yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you. Now we're suddenly talking. Now we are. Do I get the sweet life, like Harry Douglas Walker? Just relax. You're asking too much on air. Okay. Just yeah. That, that, too, oh, keep, on air. Keep it he said I'm asking too much on air. That means you're telling me there's a chance. Do we still have Steve or did Steve leave us? I don't even know. Steve, are you still there? I tried to give Steve in DC a chance to chime in. Sorry, Steve, we cut you off. We got talking about me getting free stuff, and that really took the priority. Steve in Florida, thanks for calling Fitz and Harry. What you got, brother? Hey, man, first of all, I want to shout out to uh, Bill number three. Man, that guy, he's an inspiration to everybody. Uh, DeMar, man, get better, get get well soon. Um, I'm a diehard Steelers fan, so I got to watch the Steelers this weekend just to see if they might get in. They don't deserve to get in, but they do. If they do, I'm not going to complain. Um but it, honestly, this might be the only time in my life I ever say this. I honestly think that the Bengals and the Ravens have something to complain about. Uh, probably the Bills, too, but the Bills just ain't thinking about that far ahead. Um, but the Bills could have got number one seed. The Bengals could have got number one seed, and the Ravens had a chance to win the division. And nobody else is getting hosed like that. So Yeah, I think this is just, and thanks for the call, man. It's just an imperfect situation. Nobody was ever going to be happy with all of it. Mark in Columbia. Oh, I see this game up, but I don't think we agree on the outcome. Mark in Columbia, what's the one you got to watch this weekend? Chiefs Raiders, and you know what the outcome's going to be. <laughs> I do, Mark, and it hurts my heart. Are you at all scared? You're just a little scared of Jared Stidham? Uh, not too much, really. Mark, but, can I tell you, can uh, I tell you why I like you really quick though, Mark? Don't mean to cut you. Can I tell you why I like well, you? Because it says Columbia, yeah. right? 
Missouri. But yeah. I just want to focus on the Columbia part. And I've been to Columbia, just not Missouri. I've been to Columbia, the country. And, Mark, I don't know if you're married oh. or not. If you have a chance to go, go without your wife, my man. That's what I want to send you, buddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I expound on my Yeah, please point? do. Please do. Uh, with all due respect, Fitz, uh, it is the, the best rivalry in the NFL. But this is the launching pad to the Super Bowl mm. for the Chiefs. Uh, Mark, look, I appreciate wow. the call. I don't actually don't totally I don't totally disagree with that. Uh, I, I think you know, Harry, the, the 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 way the Chiefs have played, this thing could get out of control. I don't love the Raiders' defense against any of those Chiefs' weapons. Tell me, I'm uh, tell me, I'm in my fields, maybe. Listen, you have Devontae Adams, you have Hunter Renfro. Look at that! Look at that! You have Darren Waller. Yeah, preach it. You have Josh Jacobs. Speak it. You have enough to win this football game. Manifesting. You could have won the first time around, Fitz. Manifesting it, Harry Douglas. Speak it into existence. That's it. The Raiders are beating the Chiefs. That's it. it it's clear. It is obviously clear at this point that the Raiders are going to humble the Chiefs this weekend. Uh, let me have nice things for a few more minutes. We appreciate you guys letting us have nice things throughout the course of this entire week. We can't wait to continue to grow this community. Hang out with us every single day. In the meantime, Patrick Mahomes joining Candy and Carla next. You don't want to miss it. Fitz and Harry, ESPN Radio. You've been listening to the Fitz and Harry Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And you can watch on the ESPN app.